Welcome to Hope and Encouragement, a podcast dedicated to sharing gospel-centered devotional thoughts from the faculty of Heritage College and Seminary. Tune in to learn from Scripture and draw close to God together during this unique time. The unbeliever Robert Ingersoll, when standing at the grave of his brother, said, Life is a narrow veil between the cold and barren peaks of two eternities. We strive in vain to look beyond the height. We cry aloud, and the only answer is the echo of our wailing cry. From the voiceless lips of the unreplying dead, there comes no word. But in the night of death, hope sees a star, and listening love can hear the rustle of a wing. God has built in humans a natural capacity for hope. And in this example of hope ringing eternally, we see even in the life of a person like Ingersoll, a desire, a longing, a hoping for things to be good, a hoping that he will see his brother again. But we know that he will never see his brother again. His hope is an uncertain hope, really no hope at all. In fact, the only true hope, the only certain hope that we can have is hope in God and his promises. This is what we could call the Christian hope. A verse that I think is helpful in this is Romans chapter 15 and verse 13, where Paul, at the end of his letter, after having explicitly taught the gospel in the fact that we are sinners and that Christ has come and saved us and he has come and saved us that we might have hope. And then he goes on in chapter 12 to this verse in chapter 15 and verse 13. He calls us to a life of faith and love and hope. And he says these words as he finishes off this section. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Paul is making a prayer wish indirectly to God that our hope as Christians may actually overflow, that it may increase. Paul is not unaware of the difficulties that Christians faced in the first century, and certainly the Romans would have faced. And so he wants to encourage them in hope. And this verse not only gives us or encourages us to look to our hope, our sure hope, but it also encourages us to pray for one another that we would have this hope that all of us as God's people and especially during these times as we are locked away and a certain amount of our freedom is taken away and certainly the inability for us to gather as bodies of believers that we might encourage one another. So why should we make this prayer wish to God for one another? so that we will keep our eyes on the important things, the eternal things and the spiritual things, rather than on the things of lesser importance. 
In this prayer wish, Paul tells us three things about hope. He first tells us the source of hope, God and the power of the Holy Spirit. He secondly tells us God's desire for hope, that it would abound or overflow. And thirdly, he helps us to see the way of hope, which is filled with all joy and peace as we trust in him. In this brief podcast, I want to focus on the source of help, who is God, and through the power of the Holy Spirit. So who is the source of hope? It is God himself. He is the author and giver of the Christian hope. He is the author and giver of our hope. So how is he the author and giver of our Christian hope? Well, first of all, as humanity is lost in sin and condemned to eternal damnation, God came in the person and work of Jesus Christ in his death and his resurrection to bring salvation and reconciliation. He is the author and giver of our salvation. So this stirs up in us hope, a sure hope, but also on a very personal level. He is the giver of the Christian hope in our hearts. He makes this hope real to each of us through the power of his Holy Spirit. Paul talks about this in Romans in chapter 5 when he says, partway through verse 2, and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings. Why? Because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character produces hope. The difficulties ultimately push us in the direction and cause us to look up and to have our hope in God. And so he goes on to say, and hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. This is the personal aspect of hope, that the Holy Spirit is the spirit of hope, and he gives us hope. Because of these two things, the Christian hope is assured for us. We see this in Romans chapter 5 from verses 1 to 10. We see it throughout chapter 8. This hope is found in verse 28 where Paul says, and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son, that, we, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. It is as good as done. So whatever is happening in our lives, the bad that's happening even now, it is causing us to become more like Christ. And becoming more like Christ prepares us to be in the presence of God, to enjoy him forever. And so we have hope in this. Paul can go on to say, what then shall we say in response to this? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? In other words, God has given us the greatest thing, his own son. Therefore, he will certainly provide whatever we need, and he will provide whatever we need now in this situation that we face ourselves because we have this hope. You look at what he goes on to say. 
Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? No one. It is God who justifies, who is that that condemns Christ Jesus, who died more than that, who was raised to life as at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Do you realize that? This is the hope. No one can bring a charge against us. We are secure in Christ because it is God who justifies us and no one can condemn us because Christ has died, has been raised and is seated at the right hand of God right now. And now he is also interceding for us. Whatever we need, he will provide. He goes on to say, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. Paul says, no, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, neither the present, nor the future, nor any powers, neither height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. Paul is giving us some terribly encouraging words. He is convinced that there is nothing, absolutely nothing, anything that we can imagine, anything in all creation, that can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. These are very encouraging words and give us hope. This is the Christian hope. It is to hope in God because God is the one who gives us this hope through his Holy Spirit and he actually is our hope. It is ultimately God himself that is our hope. The psalmist says this in Psalm 73, Whom have I in heaven but you, and beside you I desire nothing on earth. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. But as for me, the nearness of God is my good. I have made the Lord God my refuge, that I may tell of all your works. God is our strength. He is the one who is our portion. He is the one who is near us. And as he is near us, he is our good. God is our ultimate hope. David says in Psalm 16, I said to the Lord, thou art my Lord, I have no good beside you. And again in Psalm 27, the psalmist says, I am still confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. This is his hope. And so he goes on to say, Wait for the Lord, be strong and take heart, and wait for the Lord. Our Christian hope is in God, and it is also God himself who is our very hope, that we will be with him and will rejoice in his presence in the new heavens and the new earth. This is what we look forward to. May God encourage us today with this verse. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to Hope and Encouragement. To learn more about Heritage College and Seminary, visit discoverheritage.ca.